Hello, babe, and welcome to the Lucky Biz Podcast, a weekly deep dive into the exciting world of small business and web design, created especially for the brightest babes in the biz. We're your hosts and co-founders of web design agency Lucky Night Studio, me, Naomi, and me, Louise. We're here to sprinkle some inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of luck into your enterprising journey. You're listening to the Lucky Biz Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hey, Bestie. Hey, how's it going? Really good, mate. Really good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, loving the summer. There's been like so much fun stuff on, hasn't there? And mm, you know, I just... so much. Even if the uh, even if the weather hasn't quite caught up with the program, we're yeah. still <laughs> yeah, still yeah. trying to do lots of different things and loads of exciting things in the pipeline. Yeah. This is a bit odd, isn't it, doing it on Zoom? This is our first ever time doing yes. it as a video. As it, yeah, not actually being right next to you, but it's quite good because we won't get the, uh, we call it the cousin it look, and it'll be when uh, when either myself or Nay have our hair so far in front of our faces that we suddenly realised we didn't capture any of our face because we were just the cousin it look, so we won't have that today. It's so funny, isn't it? Like, it happens every single time, and also... Because we do it in the kitchen, like downstairs, which is a nice space, it looks good on camera. It's it's about the biggest room in the house. It's so echoey. So hopefully this will improve our sound quality a bit as well, which is useful. We're trying. (laughs) We're doing our best. We're just two humans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did even like test this. It's like, is everything recording? Is this exactly how we uh, kind of want it? So hopefully. But, you know, that's the biggest digital rule, isn't it, babe? You've got to test, test, test. Yeah, definitely. My favourite. So tell me, please, my babe, what are we talking about in today's episode? So today we are talking about the benefits of blogging, which I'm sure a lot of people hear about anyway. But you just I just can't shout it enough. The yeah, yeah, we'll get into it, obviously. But it yeah, I mean, you can just take away now, actually. Just stop listening. (laughs) It's really beneficial. Go away and do it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, literally, that is kind of as obvious as it is to us. But it feels... I don't know if you'll agree with this, but it does feel like a bit of a lost art, doesn't it? Like it kind of peaked in the 2010s and now people know about it for business. But I think people feel like it has to be this enormous, complicated Mm. undertaking. No one knows what to write about. No one knows how long stuff should be. Or So we're going to try and demystify a Mm -hmm. lot of that stuff now. Yes, exactly. Sounds good. So firstly, why? Why? What are the benefits of blogging? Like why, well, I think why you should kick it? it off. Oh, I should kick it off. I think you should kick it off because I think we've got one that's very much in your remit for what? this first one. So. Me? Do I talk about <laughs> SEO? Oh, I do. Yeah, so, of course, it is fantastic for SEO. So, what is SEO? SEO is search engine optimization. This is letting Google know what you do. And the more content that you have on your website, the more times that Google can recommend you to their users. So, that's, like, part of it. But it means that you can hit... Those so they're called long tail keywords. So I think everyone kind of knows a little bit about keywords. They are they're the, a lot of the time they're linked to the search terms that people use on Google. So like nearest hairdressers to me, you know those kind of search terms. But sometimes you may have a, a longer form kind of keyword search. So such as um, hairdressers for my hair mistake or something like that or like wrong hair dye need help kind of thing so for those kind of and things they're more like 
phrases like strings of words rather than like one or two yes yeah they're often like longer questions or it might be that someone's kind of done uh you know kept searching and kept kind of linking from their original question and they're kind of diving down that that rabbit hole um, that I know myself gets to quite a lot so oh, definitely what when you get to the google point where you're asking google like really long questions yeah <laughs> please help me yeah yeah like I think I had it like the other day about looking at like a uh, hot air balloons and if you need licenses for them and how that all went around it so just went on that little trail <laughs> I cannot wait to hear more about that later because <laughs> that sounds absolutely batty yeah yeah you know not for you you're not considering being a hot air balloon pilot I just wanted to know what the rules were. Like, oh like who, who does that as a, do you know what I mean? Like, do they have a provisional or like on the balloon? Is there like a big L? Do you know what I mean? My mind just went like, how does this work? I wouldn't have thought so. You know, like how pilots, you have to have like a certain amount of hours with a co-pilot. Yeah. You have to have like a train. It'd be like that. I guess so. Yeah. But there's only like a few, I mean, there's, you know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying I, this. I think, you, I think you'd be surprised. Let's not knock our True. hot air balloon community. Yeah. But they also, are I'm going just confused strong. by it as well. Like, there's no wheel. How are you? You're just hoping with the wind, isn't it? I'm just... You use the sandbags. You use the weighted bags. Yeah, but, like, like, isn't it once you drop... Oh, you're not dropping them. You're just lowering them. Is that how it works? No, you, like, move them from one side to the other oh. and sort of shuffle around with them to kind of make it oh. to steer it. That seems difficult. I, have you ever been on a hot balloon? I haven't actually, and I think this is showing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either, and I don't think I ever would. I'm terrified. Oh, really? Yeah, I find it really scary. I guess so. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard of any accidents. You haven't looked deep enough. I obviously, I know, even though I started looking at how to get the the license for one, I haven't even looked at this casualty rate. I know, I've got my priorities <laughs> sorted. <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> Tangent aside, (laughs) long form, long tail keywords. Yeah. You can get really specific with the things that you're targeting through Mm -hmm. blogging. Can you give us like an example of that, like how that might look? Uh, Yes, I can. My brain has gone blank. But um, I guess, I mean, for for some... for us, Use us as an example. Yeah. So for for us, it's kind of like a... It's easier. So, you know, a lot of our business is in kind of Squarespace. So we'll be... uh, how to improve or how to set image sizes in Squarespace, how to mm-hmm. add, you know, and these will generally be questions that someone's, you know, they are currently got a Squarespace site and they're wondering how to do something. Or they're often questions that, you know, we might get quite a lot like, oh, Squarespace have changed their UI. Where is the new button for this? You know, I saw you did one the other day for it, you know, and so yeah. that's a perfect example that, you know, they wouldn't have found your website otherwise because they weren't looking like for a Squarespace template, but they did because mm-hmm. we provided this extra content now you know yeah, and, I, and you're not gonna put that kind of information you're not gonna put those sort of strings of questions and words on your home page or on your about page yeah these are specific questions that need an answer that need their own page yeah aka a blog yes exactly and you can make that you know kind of as, as big or as small as you want which is kind of like the nice thing it can be either be this is where it is there you go you know have a great time mm-hmm. or you can kind of dive into it i know that we often use it as well as a as a as a tool to help like how to's we obviously get a lot of emails of like how do I do this how do I do this so it's really easy for us to go not a problem have a read through this and it makes it means we don't have to rewrite kind of like a whole load of instructions as well so it's good for that yeah so it's a good thing to have not only for SEO but also to have as like a resource bank for Mm. questions that get commonly asked questions you can say find this blog post yeah that's a really good point and I think um 
Yeah, SEO keywords are such an underutilized mm-hmm. tool, I think, particularly for small businesses that are creating their own websites. Mm-hmm. And just the benefits of squeezing those extra niche topics in yes. through blogs and articles like that. Absolutely yeah. amazing. So definitely recommend yeah. on that basis. Yeah, I mean, my uh, so a lot of my job is that I do actually get to see a lot of people's Google Analytics trackings of their websites. And it is amazing how often one of their top few pages will be a blog. And this could be a blog that is years and years old. You know, what we always recommend as well. If that is super useful, maybe it should go a bit higher. Maybe it should have a link in the in the homepage or the footer kind of thing, because it's obviously such a useful bit of content if it's being, you know, viewed so regularly. So that's a very interesting point. I like that. You like it. Really clever stuff. I do. (laughs) You get (laughs) another thing that I would say about blogging. And this is it kind of ties in really to what you just said about um, having these important pieces of information that you can then link through other pages Mm -hmm. of your website is that having a lot of information-based how-tos, sort of opinion pieces, Mm. you know, articles on your niche area does so much to set you up as a leader in your industry. So it's just such an amazing way to, like, share your knowledge, share your expertise, prove how good you are at what you do without investing loads of time into sort of project work or mm-hmm. doing like pro bono work or anything like that you can just write articles as and when they pop up like you said when someone asks you a specific mm-hmm. question and you think oh that would be really interesting for my audience to know that write a blog post about it because people particularly for service-based businesses are going to want to do their research before they hire you or inquire with you or anything like that And blogging is a really good way to give them loads of insight into how much you know your shit. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend blogging for that. Yeah, I think there's like a bit of a, sometimes a bit of a pushback from people as well. They think, oh, like, especially when it comes to services, like taking like our SEO, for example, I like to think we're quite open about like how we do it and what we do. And I'm like, you need to do this. And we list it out. And it's, and you would have thought then like, oh, but isn't like some of your services SEO based? Aren't you taking away from yourself because you're telling them how you do it? And you'd be surprised. People don't want to do it. Often, if you write down, like, you need to do these things, they're like, oh, can I pay you to do it? You are, it's a real great way to drive traffic and show value in your services by saying, this is like, this is how we do an SEO audit. You do all these things and they go, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> like, and you're like, yeah, that's why, you know, you pay someone to do it because that's, it's a full job, isn't it? So. Absolutely. And I think, It's one of the drawbacks of digital business culture and particularly kind of social media culture is anyone can just say they can do anything. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that most people do. That's not true. Like, I think that the vast majority of people online are qualified for what they're saying they do. But how do we know that? Mm -hmm. The only way that we know that is for you to have accessible information on your website, on your social media channels that makes us go, this is very much above my head. I clearly know that you know what you're talking about and I don't. Mm-hmm. You are the expert. This is great. That's that's a real, real draw, like a real pro of it. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely it shows that. Yeah. You know your stuff. And I also think as well, it just helps with your community building as a business, isn't it? I think we are definitely. all about like sharing that that knowledge. You know, the, the more that you kind of share it, the more that as well, someone might highlight and go, oh, actually, I use like this tool to do it or I use this. And it's, and it's like, great, fantastic. Thanks for sharing that with me back because now I get to use that as well. You know, you're starting that conversation, Absolutely. isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so important. I think there's a, you know, and I absolutely agree 100% with the kind of know your worth stuff and no one should be out here working for free and all of this stuff. Definitely. Sharing knowledge. Mm-hmm. I think people sometimes turn their nose up at it because it's you don't get paid for it. Yeah. But how valuable is it? It's the most valuable thing ever. Yeah. And it makes you trust people. It makes people trust you. Like you say, it builds this really engaged and loyal community. Yeah, I just think it's fantastic. Even if you're not getting paid for it, I think the benefits of it far outweigh any time that you might spend writing a couple of articles a month. Yes, yeah, totally agree. Definitely. Cool. <laughs> Do I check your notes, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I've just gone totally blank. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's also really good as well, uh, traffic driver. So very similar to kind of as we were speaking about the SEO, but it brings people to your site, but not just through search engines. So, I mean, we're all trying to trying our best with social media and trying to get content for it all the time. How fantastic. You've written that blog. You can not only take snippets of that and put it maybe through multiple uh, posts like Instagram or LinkedIn or however you do it. But then also you've got somewhere to direct them if they want to learn more. You know, it's something to put on to to Pinterest to get people interested, you know, and all those kind of different places. Yeah. So it's not just for search engines. You can share it with your again. It's like that community sharing as well. But um, driving yeah. more people to your site, isn't it? Yeah, because that's the in order to understand our analytics and get good information from the data of our website. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure there's enough people visiting that website so we need to drive that traffic towards it and like you say writing blog posts that then get shared on pinterest that then are turned repurposed into several instagram posts repurposed into a couple of linkedin posts all of this stuff helps to just push that traffic Mm -hmm. from social media channels or anywhere straight back to your website which is where we want people because that is your most important digital marketing asset absolutely absolutely i think it's also a really good way as well to like again it's that community and opening up that conversation especially if you get feedback from it as in like oh or you get a lot of views on a certain thing you think oh okay people are i mean this is definitely how we kind of started with seo because this was never our plan but we started posting a bit more about it and you know everyone's like often like i don't know what i'm doing like i i don't understand this i don't understand this so we're like oh okay this is like like a little area that we could explore a bit more which we're very lucky we've really enjoyed it but um but yeah it definitely wasn't planned like the best all, no. all best plans but um yeah i think yeah you're so right though it's a really good way to explore different topics at quite a low risk set because mm. when you are marketing yourself and we've learned this you do have to be quite specific for mm. quite a long period of time particularly when you have like a very set audience so places like facebook instagram linkedin you kind of have to stick to one area for a certain amount of time to get people understanding what it is that you do because Mm -hmm. people only see like one in seven of everything that you sort of put out there but um blogging isn't like that you can cast a sort of slightly wider net you've got Mm -hmm. for so for you and i our main focus is our squarespace template range but we are just really kind of into lots of different things web designers there's a lot of different stuff that we do you've got very good seo knowledge i've got very good branding and graphic design knowledge um digital marketing all of these different kinds of things that we do that we can't necessarily talk about all the time on social media because it dilutes our core message yes we can blog about those things we can share those things in blog posts 
because it won't dilute the message of our brand which is really really useful yes yeah no definitely i think it's yeah yeah all of those things and above <laughs> and above something else i'd really like to um mention about blogging and i think some people do this so well and this is something that i really really want to get better at because i love it's just it's so beautiful when it works properly is using blog posts as like a really easy top of that funnel yes so we talk about that kind of marketing journey if the first place that someone discovers you is through um, an informative blog post which if you are an information sharing business like we are is is quite likely Mm -hmm. having a sort of really strong user journey in that one blog post so there's an opportunity to join a wait list for something download a freebie get on your email list come and join you on social media sign up for a challenge all of these things it's just a really good non-pushy way of sharing loads of information and getting people onto your you know email list and other digital marketing channels yeah so useful yeah I know that I've definitely done it multiple times. I'm like, I've I've learned a lot from this blog. I've understood it all. Oh, and then at the bottom, there is that like sign up to our newsletter and get this, you know, pack of like guide for 30 days or something. I'm like, okay, yeah. If I found content in this like, 100%. you know, five minute read, you know, the, the idea is that I'm definitely going to find content, you know, in, in the kind of, yeah. So they've got me signed up now and then I'm too lazy probably to unsubscribe. So perfect, <laughs> you know, and eventually even, they'll, you know. they'll send me a deal. I'm like, yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the the whole point. I, I think sometimes, not that I'm against it, but sometimes when you say like marketing funnel, isn't it? It sounds so corporate and it sounds so like big companies, especially when you're a small company. But the idea is like, not that you're pushing stuff people don't want is that people are finding value and that's what blogging really is, is that you're sharing what your knowledge is. So if people don't like it or don't want to read it, you know, obviously they just don't. And you're like, okay, great. You know, yeah. it's not as pushy, I think, as like social marketing sometimes where you're like, look at me. <laughs> I have yeah. this to say. I, you're so right. Like the word, like the marketing funnel there, it yeah. sounds gross. There needs to be like a better terminology for it that suits businesses like ours a bit better. But yeah, I think when you stop marketing seeing slide. it, just a little, no. little slide. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you stop seeing it as this like desperate kind of clawing and grabbing for people yeah. and money and that, yeah. and actually, like you say, see it as value sharing and knowledge yeah. sharing and getting to know people. I think one of the best things that we've ever done when it comes to setting up our email marketing list is setting up this kind of environment where we get a lot of replies. We, yes. you know, every email that we send out, we get people that reply and sort of give us their opinion on it or say like, oh, I really liked this bit or I'm definitely going to check this book that you recommended out. And like, does that make us money? No. But is it delight? Does it make you feel great? And it makes you realize that what you're doing is valuable and what you're sharing is valuable. And those people who are replying to that email are probably going to spend money with us at some point in the future because they're all in. They, you know, they like what we're doing. They're happy to be involved. Nobody's being pushed on or sold to or it's just it's good vibes and I think more business should be like that yes yeah exactly you know and and also we learn a lot as well from from feedback isn't it as like like we said before we learn what people are actually interested in maybe where our niche could be but also the amount of like tips that they've given us back oh I use this I use that you know again I just think the more that we share the more that we can kind of help each other Oh, little sharing is caring. Sharing oh, is caring, oh babe. We turned into those. 
know. We've talked about this a little bit already. Um, we mentioned it sort of earlier on, but I do want to circle back. I do want to <laughs> circle back to um, the point we made earlier about supporting your like customer service efforts, basically. Yeah. You know, if you're getting a similar group of questions over and over again, what better way to support your users who are clearly struggling with these certain areas mm. than to set up like a blog series about those things? Like yeah. give them access to help. And like you say, you can then link those articles somewhere on your homepage if you need to, if it's something that comes up all the time. Yeah. Just what a great way of helping your customers through very common roadblocks yeah. without, you know, loads of time needed on your part, mm-hmm. without loads of stress, without anything like that no complaints because the information's just there ready for them to access totally and you are saving yourself time in the long run that you have somewhere to point people to i know that there's been like yeah. google analytics updating recently so you know we're creating blog posts to be like this is how you do it because we're getting a lot of questions of being like everything's broken what do i do you know yeah. so, what do i do what this do is do? a nightmare you know so it's great <laughs> i can go oh yeah don't worry we've had this a lot you know here you go this should sort you out kind of thing so yeah, yeah i think it's and i don't know I mean, I, I know for a fact that you will have because you're like me, but I can guarantee that I've definitely avoided buying something in the past or like decided not to buy something because there isn't enough useful information on the website. I've gone yeah. on the website to buy this thing. There's no like FAQs. There's no kind of mm-hmm. help portal. There's no, And I'm like, well, what happens then if I hit a snag with this, if mm-hmm. it's an expensive thing and... So I think it's really, really important that you have those kinds of like support options available and a blog and articles and help articles are just such a good way of doing that. Yes. Yeah, totally. Couldn't agree more. And it's easy to do, particularly if you use Squarespace. They're so easy to set up. Yeah. So easy to just write down. You can edit them whenever you need to, link them through. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the uh, content management systems um yeah like because it should be it's just, part, it's just part of every website you know and and i get it that because i know that we've had this uh pushback from from this was probably years ago in our first job together um when we were at a digital design agency together um and we did more more clients such as like they did maybe like paving like road uh what is it the mm-hmm. driveway paving and things like that and they'd be like oh well we don't you know blog what are we going to blog about and it's like well i didn't know anything about it if i was going to get my driveway done yeah. i'd have a loads of questions what are the different materials what are those you know and i get it for for you and your industry probably seems so obvious and probably seems quite boring but for me they would actually probably be the questions that i'd be looking at the boring questions of like what materials can I even have on the driveway? What are the benefits and pros and cons of this? I do need yeah. a big long list, you know, so it may seem boring to you and it may be difficult in your industry, but you'd be surprised how much people find value in it. I think that's just such a good point overall when it comes to all kinds of knowledge sharing and digital marketing. Do not assume that your customers know anything about what it is that yeah. you do. Definitely. You know, we've all been guilty of this before, definitely. And writing blog posts and even social media posts and then the people that you're actually aiming them towards are like i don't know what that is you know you've gone in too high level you haven't explained the basics none of this means anything to me i'm no longer interested i'm no longer engaged go simple it's easier for you it's better for a large portion of your clients provide that like base level knowledge yes that's what most people want like you say yeah yeah and no, definitely and i think 
sometimes people feel like they need to maybe say the technical terms to prove like, oh, I've been definitely doing it for all those years and stuff like that. But if anything, I feel like it does the worst. If you can take us something complex and simplify it for, you know, all of your users, then that means you totally understand it. And then you, you're doing a really yeah. good job because that's actually the hard part, isn't it? It's taking something 100%. complex simplifying. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you can't do that, then you don't know it well enough. You don't understand it well enough. If you're just kind of parroting technical language and jargon, like you mentioned, you just alienate your customers. It upsets yeah. them. It makes them feel, you know, you don't want to make your customers feel stupid and like they don't yeah. know stuff. And oh, yeah. that's what over-the-top technical language does, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So keep it simple. Address those kind of base level concerns that you think as someone in your audience. That's really obvious. Yeah. It's not obvious to us. Yeah. We don't work where you work. We don't know this stuff. That's it, yeah. So yeah. Totally make agree. your own life simpler. So we've talked about the benefits. And I know for a fact that a lot of people out there listening to this will be going, yeah, but I don't know where to start. I don't know what to blog about. I don't know what I should be saying. So why don't you run us through some tips for like the average business owner to get started with blogging what can they share yeah. that would be beneficial so uh, a really great one and you know i we can't recommend it enough is like case studies case study on previous projects even if maybe you sell uh products you know any feedback that you've got you can fill that out and write that into like kind of a bigger blog content or collate several reviews and write that into a bigger con- uh, content or how you adjusted your business from those reviews or from that feedback you know sharing all of that but especially if you're a service-based business there's nothing that will sell it i mean those reviews that you kind of see in like a carousel or something they're nice they're great But if I get a whole case study of like, so for us, it'd be like how this website before, how we like worked with them, how we like the process of like the design, you know, people are really, you know, it would just be a great selling point, you know, and if you can show the benefit of what you do, you know, and then you can share it. So, you know, you're kind of doing a little bit of a, a boost and a brag, but people also just want to know. And also you can link whoever kind of work that, you you know, for us, they have a new website. We link their website. We're also then promoting them. Mm. They get more links to it. You know, again, it's like that, that sharing in community. So that one, yeah, I would say is, is yeah, top basically. Yeah, I, I agree. I think a testimonial, like a, if you can get an interview with someone mm-hmm. that you have worked with and you can highlight the kind of transformation of before they worked with you to now that they have worked with you and you can capture a lot of those roadblocks and now how, how much better they're doing and yeah. how much more confident they are in, in whatever it is that you've offered, you are winning. Yeah. And they are complicated and long to put together more so than a regular blog post mm-hmm. we know for a fact because we've got about three on our to-do list that we keep meaning to do <laughs> and this is this is geeing me up i'm gonna do it but get them they are unreal they are so yeah. good for your business any new client coming on is just going to see themselves so strongly in that previous client mm-hmm. and they'll see the tra- that transformation right up close winner winner it's just it's so good definitely i think especially as well if you have like a longer service process so for us example you know we have like you know it's not just oh we'll build your website we go away and just do all the work you know there's a lot of Mm. communication there's a lot of that we need to understand about your business so a blog post about it and about the services we provide is great because we can take you on the whole story oh we had this initial call oh and then we did the designs and this is why we decided this you know so you're then being able to show your process 
to you know a potential customer who would be interested in the process but make it in a interesting story form you know that kind of keeps you engaged because it's hard to get people to read content on your website surprisingly hard to get them to read stuff (laughs) yeah it has to be engaging and if it isn't people are gonna get bored and go away we live in you know tiktok culture i'm definitely oh absolutely it takes me longer than 15 seconds i ain't buying (laughs) give me a (laughs) summary it's really really interesting yeah. and really engaging and i'm enjoying my time reading it so 100 percent case studies do them mm-hmm. another thing that i would recommend and this can be quite fun if you go about it the right way is opinion pieces take news and updates from your specific industry and write your own opinion pieces the more controversial the better now what i mean by that is you're not looking to like stir up drama or divide people too heavily but you want to take a strong stance and you want to back that up because it'll make you easier to find in the searches if somebody Mm -hmm. else feels the same way as you or has similar concerns to you but also it shows your industry expertise again it Mm -hmm. shows that you understand what's happening you have a strong formed opinion and why you have that opinion so they're great for social media as well because obviously you need a hook which isn't necessarily as important with a blog post but if you can get some controversial opinions in that's a great way that's a great place to start with blogging and there's so much news happening around all of us in all kinds of different industries yeah so roll with it you don't have to create anything new you just have to give your opinion on something that already exists yeah yeah i think you see that a lot as well about um you can actually write, bizarrely, blog posts about someone else's blog post. If someone, if you read a blog post that's controversial, you can then be like, oh, I actually think the opposite to this, you know. And so you're... No, that is true. You know, and like, I, I actually see those quite a lot because then they are, they are summarising the original blog post as well as them putting their own mm. points across. So, you know, it's kind we're of... We're almost, we're, I mean, we're, we're treading on journalism territory there, aren't we? We're kind oh, of getting yeah. into... Like, yeah. you know, in a very accessible way. Yeah. It's your own sort of PR. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, you know, because guess what? Uh, like journalists aren't going to really write articles about often like your industry. You know, they're not that excited about like web design, are they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we would be obviously. So, I mean, maybe, maybe. You know, Sad maybe. times. <laughs> um, yeah, I think another one like kind of going down that like line of thought as well is uh, which we actually had. It was someone uh, at a networking group that recommended it to us, which is so I just it's something I, we hadn't thought about is like, a day in the life of. Now, those ones, you know, and for us, we just wouldn't, you know, we're like, it's quite boring. It's generally at my desktop, obviously, most of the day. But if you aren't a designer or if you aren't a developer, obviously, what we do is completely, you know, not understandable to a lot of people. You know, they don't, they know that we sit at a desk. But other than that, so you'd be surprised by how many people are still interested in what you do in a day of life. I think that used to stem from YouTube, didn't it? I think that's vlogging, that kind of definitely vlogging. But did I sound super old then I, as well? Vlog, like, vlogging. Oh. I've heard this new term, <laughs> vlogging. Vlogging <laughs> off of 2013. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think you and I are just naturally not those people. We're quite comfortable in front of a camera if we're doing something constructive. So mm. like we'll quite happily film a podcast and we'll be very happy about it. We'll film reels. We'll film lives for Instagram. No dramas just going about my day filming the kind of little bits it just doesn't come naturally to me but people love it and I love it when other people make that kind of content I love it yeah so it's just that kind of 
yeah it's that kind of mindset mindset shift of yeah but who cares about that yes again kind of coming back to let people in at that base level don't assume that people yeah. know what your life looks like because they don't that's it and don't assume that they don't want to know what your life looks like because they might do but also and if they don't they don't read it there's literally there's no loss yeah. no one's ever you're not like, hurting anyone that's the thing no one's ever gone onto a blog post and be like why would anyone care you're like well don't read it then like it's a simple they just won't read it they won't well, comment fortunately people do do that but not to anybody of like our kind not, of when you get to like youtuber status i think if you're but I think a, that's a video on youtube is different but yeah like 100 you know is i think it's this less. this is the thing and i think this impacts us as women more than it impacts others i think because it's that fear of being cringe isn't it it's that fear of being cringe and that fear of like why do you think that anyone would be interested in this yeah and you're like oh but it actually people are interested people do care people want to know what a day in your life looks like people want to get to know you before they spend money with you before they kind of invest in your services or your products let the people that do care if it's something that you're interested in doing, it's something that you quite like to do. Ignore the haters and yeah. just let the people that actually care do the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just a a different way to frame it. As I said, it's yeah, it's probably mm. not really for us. We haven't dived into it a lot, but a lot of people feel comfortable and feel, you know, easier to share their like day in life that they've got more content for it, isn't it? So, but yeah, we're just um too old and we live in our pajamas. So. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to share that. No one wants to see that. <laughs> But, we should share a day in our life and everyone's like oh that's quite sad that's quite, yeah you only went out for oh. your dog walk didn't you you're like yes yes i did i did go and get milk as well thank you very much <laughs> very it's really not that bad it's really not that bad well, um but, right last little thing i'm gonna say before mm-hmm. we wrap this up sorry i realized just cut you off but i think that you're gonna go for this it. anyway so there is a website that we use a lot yeah. for like seo targeted mm-hmm. specific blogging so you use this website to type in a search term like so we use it for like Squarespace templates, Squarespace websites, etc. Yeah. And it will feed back to you common Google searches from those terms. And you can then pick some that have like a low results rate so that you can be really competitive in it and write a specific blog about that topic. And that website is called Answer the Public. Answer the, Answer the Public. Yes. I think you can use it for free but i think they yeah. limit like how many results you get but i think for a small business one or two oh, results yeah, a day think, is more than enough yeah i think it gives you like a hundred a day so generally you should oh god exactly is, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah so you're so, fine so you're fine but yeah it's a it's a real great way to see um what people are asking there's also like google trends which is another one so that mm. says like that shows you what people are actually searching for at the current time depending again and I, you can limit that by industry again so you could kind of explore maybe what people are searching for and then you could put those kind of terms into answer the public and start trying to hit it that way but i would say that's you know it's a lot you know it depends on how much yeah. time you've kind of got with it but it really is a great traffic driver to your website definitely yeah if you've got five minutes and you just want to kind of get a list of blog posts to write over the next month, pop a couple of search terms in there, get a few results, and you'll get almost fully formed titles that you can then yeah. use throughout. Easy peasy. Right, last little quick five questions before we wrap all this up. Yeah. Louise, how often should you be blogging ideally? I mean, it'd be great to do it once a week. Depends on like how yeah. much you can do it. I mean, but if you can only do it once a month, you know, do that to start with. I mean, the more the better. But um, obviously that it's still decent content. That's the main thing. Yeah, you don't still. want to um, swap 
quality for quantity. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That. Okay. Does it matter? So say um, I want to blog once a week, but I want to batch blog. So I write four blogs at once. Mm -hmm. Does it matter if I spread those out so they're going out every week or can I just release four a month into the ether? Does it matter? So Google technically says, you know, they want to see your website updating regularly. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you did it once a week, that would be good because it looks like your website's updating regularly. However, so you can schedule them. So you can schedule them. Yeah. So you could kind of yep, batch nice. do them and just post them out. However, Google at the moment cannot handle the amount of websites that are being updated. So they're really far behind. So at the moment, you know, it's not as high quality. So if you have a content management system that doesn't handle the scheduling, it's really not massive. The main thing is getting that content out there. People will keep searching for it already. So if you've decided you've got the wind in your sails, you've done five blogs, I would say just ship it. Just ship it. Like ship schedule it. them if you can and you want to, but if you don't want to and you just yeah. want to ship them, who cares? Just get it out there. Exactly. And last question, how long should the ideal blog be? It should be a whole book. No, it should not be a whole book. <laughs> I mean, it, should, it, should, it really does depend on the content. If it's kind of like a, a how-to one, maybe a bit smaller, try and bullet points, nice and easy to read. If it's more mm. of like a, a case study, then definitely try and get it a bit longer, a bit more storytelling. Um but yeah, I mean, it's, so it's a how it's a how long is a piece of string question. That's exactly it, you know, because I think your blog posts, when you write them, they're definitely longer than when I write them. And because mine are very like you do this and do this and quite analytical, whereas yours is Technical very, queen. very <laughs> flourishing and takes you on a bit of a journey. And I, I'm just inspired every Literate time. Queen. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I wish I could do that. I, I'll keep trying. I'll get there. <laughs> I wish I could do the technical stuff that you do. I think you're a genius. Why, thank you very much. <laughs> and on that delightful, friendly note, I think I we know. should call it an afternoon. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, this was super fun. I hope that you have taken plenty out of this. I hope that there's a lot of little blogging gold pieces in there for you to take into your yeah. next few articles. Um, just get out there, enjoy it, just get started. You can always go back and edit them later if in six months you're such a great blogger that your earlier ones leave you embarrassed. Yeah. So the yeah. best thing that you can do is just crack on, yeah. get started, answer some questions, share some of your fantastic work. Definitely. And just see those results roll in. Definitely. And if you do share your blogs, tag us in it. We'd love to see it. We'd love to see that you're actually doing it and pushing it out there. So... We would absolutely love that. Defo share with us. Thank you so much for listening. I've had an absolute blast of a time as usual, my babe. Thank you for recording with me. Thank you. Well, babe, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Lucky Biz podcast. We hope that you found it informative and fun and that it's given you loads of actionable tips to take into your own small business. If you want to connect with us and have a chat about anything that we've spoken about today, you can find us on Instagram, we're at Lucky Night Studio, or head to our website, www.luckynightstudio.co.uk. You'll find loads of great web and digital resources on there, such as website templates, social media bundles, and heaps of happy hour and SEO services. It's been super fun recording this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did and we'll catch you on the next one.